You're listening to Season 12, Episode 179, recorded on August 10th, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Young and Rusty. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello, and welcome to episode 179 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. My name is Becky Jarneal. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Kim Stacey. Hi. <laughs> Wait, whose audio is on? It's not mine this time. Kimberly? I. It was Chris. See, every week, every week, I mess up. My audio is on. Uh, fans of the show will know my audio is always on, and I just had a full... I'm. Chris, if you do not take the time to go back and edit me going <gasps> like I thought my audio was on, you're yeah, missing man. a great one. Yeah, if you become a patron, you can see that under behind the scenes loops that I will inevitably edit myself because <laughs> I will do it. Do um, this? But this is the incredible Kim Stacy, and we are joined by the lovely and talented Young and Rusty. Oh. Would you like, Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. Fanfare, fanfare. Uh, please introduce yourselves to the pod. We are Young and Rusty. This is Sue Young right here. My name is Rusty Nelson, so we come by the name honestly. And, uh, and we've been playing together for about 10 years. And uh, we absolutely, at least, I can't speak for Sue. I learned a long time ago never to speak for Sue Young. <laughs> but for me, I always love playing with Sue. And so we're thrilled to be here and appreciate the invitation. Yeah, we're excited to be here. No, thank you so much for spending time with us. Like, honestly, I, I live I live for a uh, duo of any sort. And I love a good like if you have a badass name like Young and Rusty, you have you have to champion that. That's, that's, that was the gift. The yeah. only the only downside of that name is that when we came out with our um, our second record, um, Rusty Young put out a record at the same the same year we did. And so a lot of times our we were charting on some of the same um, the same charts, radio stations, radio and, stations like and sometimes they would they would we would get his airplay or he would get our airplay he more more I think he got our airplay more it seemed like they would they would play our song where they would say Rusty Young instead of Young and Rusty oh no but it's worse people he was a legendary yeah, guy I mean, with a band yeah, called Poco so I mean we were you know and he kind of evened out you know we didn't go ahead and count each one but it seemed like you know he got as much <laughs> on in his favor as we did in our favor and so oh, good. it all worked out <laughs> Yeah, you imagine they play like a young and rusty song, like, and that was the latest from Kesha. Good to know. I'm like, Kesha. Good to know. What the hell? No, I live for it. Um, and we uh, have your Patreon here. Sorry, the PayPal is paypal.me slash Sue Young Music. That's it. The Venmo is Sue Young Music. That's it. And we've decided that we're going to do the fist bump for the music first hand and the unicorn, unicorn with balloons. If you can find the unicorn with balloons, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Or a unicorn and balloon. Or, just, or just a unicorn, you know. <laughs> unicorn balloon. If we're not picking. I don't get a unicorn balloon, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> but uh, if you're having a good time tonight and you want to support Young and Rusty, like, please consider donating to their uh, PayPal or their Venmo. And since most of our listeners will not be listening to this on the live stream, please, uh, you know, let them know that you listen to the show by giving them the fist bump and the unicorn and the balloons emoji. It's not hard. We're all in the digital age. I know y'all have paid for weirder shit. Let's just continue. Let's just do it together. We Speaking are friends. Young and rusty. Young and rusty. But also, like, you guys have a Patreon as well. Like, where, we where can people support your Patreon? Patreon.com slash young and rusty. Young and rusty. Imagine that. Amazing. <laughs> How did you even get that? Because honestly, it's a little brainstorming oh. going on there. Yeah, we were talking earlier, like, whose name is Becky Joe? Patreon slash Becky Joe, gone. But Patreon slash Young and Rusty, open. Rude. 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 So um, other than, uh, obviously, still continuing to create music during this pandemic, like, did you guys get together and do anything fun? Did you have any new hobbies you discovered? What have you sort of explored while uh, stuck at home the last couple of dozens of months? Well, I... I got into baking during the winter because I was I was watching the British baking show, you know, the British Bake Off. So good. And I just I mean, I'm not really that big a baker, but I just couldn't stop. I couldn't help myself after watching that show. I just had to I just had to start baking. Yes, because I get hungry and then I crave it. I'm like, wow, I wish I had a cinnamon roll. (laughs) That's when I start baking when I watch that show. And you have like. Oh, sorry. The other thing was we learned how to live stream, which we'd never done until the pandemic, because we always just went, ah, we don't, it's too hard. We're not going to do that. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Then, of course, we had to do it. So, yeah, we figured it out. It was good. It was good. I bought a new guitar during the pandemic (gasps) and uh, nicknamed Lightning. And um, so that was a cool experience back in June of last year. And, um, and I kind of got into classical music over the last year. It's just one of those goofy things. I've never played it before, and I probably don't play it now, but I take a crack at these various composers, and um, that was also kind of a pandemic um, endeavor that uh, whenever I felt like I needed to do something, I would just kind of work on that. So that was kind of a fun. That's amazing. I did not do that (laughs) during my lockdown. I think I organized my shoes. Color. <laughs> Did I name anything lightning? Yes, but probably not appropriate. <laughs> for, for fun, Kim would stick forks in a, you know, a light socket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my light socket lightning. <laughs> because like fight clubs weren't exactly COVID safe. Kim was just at home. Shoving metal no. objects into toasters. Oh. <laughs> we all we all get there, babe. We all, Kim. I get it. I joined that. Club. No, uh, I know that. <laughs> this is what we get. She just like holds up one hand that's missing all five fingers. You're like, oh, yes. I'm sorry. Whoops. No thumbs. Just three. <laughs> so if uh, people want to. So like, okay, this is a, yeah. If people want to support you, they go to their page, go to your Patreon. But what uh, other than music 
do the two of you do? I know that Sue is into kidlet and translations. I'm I'm trying to write children's books. I'm trying to get published as a children's (gasps) author. And it's, man, it's really hard. So um, I'm just working away at it. And uh, and I'm also, at, I, oh, I do performances for kids. You could hire me to come to your school or your library when COVID is. She does a great job. Tamped down a little bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's all over the state doing that stuff, at least before the pandemic. And um, yeah. it's a beautiful thing for those kids. It what about is. you, Rusty? I'm in. My day job, I've got a day job and I'm in the printing business. So if anybody needs some ink on paper, I am your guy. I would love to help out. And uh, I love ink on paper. Ink on paper. <laughs> ink on paper. I mean, it's yes. not necessarily cutting edge technology, but people No, still but do you it. have like different kinds of paper, like the different fields? Yeah, different kinds of paper, different kinds of ink. I mean, Rush, the sky's the you limit. Don't understand. <laughs> I love stationery. Like yeah. I, it's true. People think she's it. kidding. She's a hundred percent not notebook. Kidding. Like different kinds, and like any time at work, we would get like a invitation to something, and I would like feel it. And, oh, this is nice quality paper, <laughs> and like keep it for a while just because it's like a safety blanket. So you, oh. I've seen Kimberly pick up a wedding invitation and be like. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like how it feels. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. She's like, these oh, people yeah. are probably going to be like, oh, we're having a donation only wedding. <laughs> I could tell how long we're going to be together by like feeling the paper. <laughs> what paper they picked. I'm like, oh, she years. didn't even spring for the wax paper cover on. <laughs> I know. No. It's not forever. That's Kimberly. Um, we're going to hear the first song from Young and Rusty. If you're having a good time, please, please, please look at the Venmo and PayPal that is put in the ticker at the below part of the screen, as well as in the link to this bio. Use a fist bump and a unicorn with balloons emojis so that they know that you listen to this episode. Uh, we're going to be back with um, some stand mail from Kim Stacy. So stay tuned. This is the first song from Young and Rusty, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you, guys. It's a song called Back Road Love. Got a back road line And we like to take it slow Got a back road line And we like to take it slow Pull over by the one lane bridge Where the dragon flies and hover let the minas nibble our toes as we wait in the water. Well, I hope we never get enough of this back road line. Got a back road line, so much to discover. Everything there it is, just right. 
shoulder on the side Just lean against each other and enjoy the ride Well I hope we never get enough of this back road my family and have a potluck (laughs) (laughs) it just makes me feel so homey and like loved and i just i'm hungry for mac and cheese and my mom there you go (laughs) and kimberly's gluten-free and also allergic to her mom so that's a big deal (laughs) oh goodness sorry ann (laughs) we love you ann um and this is the segment of the show where Kimberly Ann Stacy gets to do whatever the hell she wants. God forbidding. We don't have an HR department yet. So that's what's happening there. Um, I hope you win. If you want to help us afford an HR department slash the crack in my new screen, um, join our Patreon right now. It's CIMP.live. Kimberly, take it away. First of all, I just want the podcast people to know that my. Oh, your dog. My roommate's dog is uh humping my dog's bed um and it's just on the background and she's a violent well, predator just, i don't know i now i feel like we're gonna get flagged for having a dirty video okay <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not what you think it is um okay so <laughs> i have questions for uh the each of you because i wanted to you know i went back Ooh. on your um instagrams and learn some stuff about you and so i just have some questions for y'all okay so rusty i was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about your barefoot walks because they're so cool and i wanted to know like when did they start um like when did you start doing them and how did it start and like what what keeps you doing it that kind of stuff well it's something i've always kind of preferred being barefoot, I got serious about it in March of last year when I read something, it was probably some random thing, I don't know if it's true or not, that walking barefoot can improve your immune system. And I figured, well, heaven forbid, with COVID going on and, you know, they keep talking about the immune system. So that's what I started doing. I just started easing into it just to, you know, think that I was strengthening my immune system and come to find out that it was a lot of fun and it just gives a whole different sensual textile you know dimension to walking that's just not available with shoes and uh, so you do it more and more it's just like anything else you, you, they get stronger and stronger and uh, so all of a sudden all those surfaces you say there's no way that I'm going to walk on those rocks and stuff it's just not you know and you gotta, you gotta ease into it it's not like you're just going to go run off into some crazy terrain right but, uh, I had time. Walk on hot coals. Yeah, yeah. But I had time, you know, with the pandemic. There's a lot of stuff that we would normally do were not being done. So I could just slowly build up, you know, um, strength. And um, and just the idea of going on a walk right now with shoes is like this. 
Yeah, what's what's the name of that? Like the the cross country runner that was the first person to get it under a certain amount of time, but he was also barefoot the whole time. Oh, well, they had an Ethiopian guy. guy. They had an Ethiopian win a gold medal in the marathon in 1960 in Rome, Italy, and um, so I guess he was you did it barefoot, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was way off of Forrest Gump. Yeah. No, well, but also this is way <laughs> it's way sexier than those awful foot finger shoes. I can't. Don't talk about those. Those are my number one on my list. If anybody is out there and they're like, oh, I wish I could date Kim Stacy. You cannot date me. Because I hate those shoes. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Oh. <sighs> I don't know. It's just like, you know, toe socks never, you know, like whatever. It's fine. Those yeah. toe shoes. Yeah. That's male birth control right there. <laughs> yeah. it is. Pretty effective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sterile. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think the thought of it is so fun because I love to be barefoot mm-hmm. now. Like I, I work at a theater, so it's not good that I'm barefoot. But I'm like, I'll walk around uh-huh. and I'm like, Kim, Please put on shoes. Put some darn shoes on. Like, I can't. Like, I just don't like them. I, yeah, I think the thought of just doing that is very freeing and it has to have, you know, some kind of really amazing connection. There's also another thing to it. And it's just, you know, it's funny because you were born to walk that way. And all of a sudden, if you put in shoes and heaven forbid, orthotics and, you know, all this art support and everything else. That's where the art support problem comes from. Yeah. And then there's heels. But oh. you're creating, basically, you're solving problems with shoes or footwear that were created by shoes and footwear. And if you could just get off of that deal and, um, you know, then you've got issues that come up for so many people health-wise, you know, that uh, yeah. you've, got a, you've got a fighting chance where it may not come up on you when you gonna adjust our lighting. Ease into age and stuff like that. Yes. Then maybe I'm doing the right thing. I think Who cares if right I get thing. a nail in my foot? Well, yeah, live forever. Get a technic shot. I, I did. Get one that of was, these. <laughs> that yes. was one of Sue's requirements. This is rusty. Yeah. You got to go get a technic shot. It's got shot. a little light in it and a magnifying <laughs> thing, and it's really great for digging things out of your barefoot walker's foot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, Girl Scout. That's amazing. <laughs> I never thought about that. I would just been like, well, you're hopping on one foot to get home because I ain't helping you. Uh, oh, we were kind of talking about it um, before, but uh, Sue, you're the queen of books. You love it's books. True. I love books. Yeah. You love books. Um, how did your love of reading start? Like, what kind of books are your favorite? And do you have any music book recommendations? Oh, music. You know, Rusty would be better on music book recommendations because that's the kind of thing that he reads all the time. He reads like biographies of different. Yes. And I'm just I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm like a fiction. Fiction is like my it's like my candy. It's my ice cream. It's, you know, it's like my guilty pleasure. And so when I was a kid, my mom would read us these chapter books like, you know, Stuart Little and Charlotte's Web and stuff like that. And she would read Good one. She would read one chapter a night and then she would close the book. Oh God. I'd be like, No, I want more. <laughs> oh. 
when I got to school, I was like, man, I'm reading, I'm reading it. And, you know, so then I was, once I could read, I could just read, you know, I could keep going. Um, Ah, That's beautiful. That's so cool. I love what a big tease your mom was. That's awesome. She was like, nope, go to bed, bye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to get your kids hooked on reading. It's the the non-modern day binge. Yeah. Your mom invented the Netflix cliffhanger. <laughs> exactly. And I, I mean, when yeah. I was a teenager, right. I everyone says on my screen late, late, late into, into the night reading, you know, a novel, like, like a 500 page novel or something crazy like that. Um, okay. Kimberly, wow. It takes me 500. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> can, can you hear me? I mean, I couldn't read it in one night, but I could read, I could read a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, it takes me forever to just read a page because I have ADHD. <laughs> I'm just like, what's happening? Um, Rusty, yes. Tell us, give us some uh, music book recommendations. Oh, goodness. I, I tell you one thing that to me is just a fascinating read. It's, and it's there's a couple out there, and it's uh, some biographies on Hoagie Carmichael. And Hokie Carbichael was one of these guys that kind of came of age in the mid-20s. And he was actively writing, you know, for 40 years. He, you know, also was able to parlay his songwriting into an acting career. And uh, he just had this personality that was bigger than life, that you know, that America responded to. But he could also write. I mean, it wasn't like it was just some kind of deal where he was just, you know, manufactured, you know, by the image makers in Hollywood or something. He was a talented, talented writer and musician. And um, so just think of Hoagie Carmichael the next time you're in the bookstore and uh, there'll be a really good biography to check out. And, and I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Let's all read a book. Let's start a book club. <laughs> yes. And then we'll come on here and we'll review books. And people will send letters because we know nothing about what we're talking yeah, Kim about. Kim and I will pretend to read. <laughs> I'll watch the movie and then we'll come back. And talk about the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, I have a really awesome question that I'm going to save for the Patreon exclusive mm-hmm. because it's going to be really beautiful. Okay. And I'm really excited for it, but I'm going to make everyone become a Patreon. Oh. So a patron on Patreon. I did it this time, Becky Jones. See, it's anyway. usually me. I, the, that is it the is. past. What is the past tense? What's the possessive form of Patreon? I don't, I'm using these terms like I've been in an English class in the last 20 some odd years. There's just because no Becky, way. Joe, and I wear glasses does not mean we're geniuses. It just means we're blind. Which could mean a plethora of things. It just means we need a disguise. Yeah. Basically, okay. can you tell? Well, I'm saving it. So everyone become a patron? Um, and also become a patron uh, for with uh, Young and Rusty. Yeah, sweet. That support them that way. Um, I'm ready for a couple more songs. So oh yeah, let's do these two. Yeah. Sue and Rusty, you right, take so it away. Get my cable well, on. We've here. got a little thing usually during a show, and we call it the food portion of the show. <laughs> and so this is a food a song about that food. Sue wrote, and I'm going to do a food song that I wrote. 
And uh, so, yeah. so this song is actually a song I read about Rusty, but it's also about food. It started as a prompt at a songwriting conference. The prompt was a uh, um, little piece of paper I pulled out of a jar, and it said, um, "You are the food you eat." And that got me thinking about choices. You know, could I eat kale? Could I eat ice cream? Um, and then I started thinking about relationship choices, and somehow it all came turned into this song I wrote. For Rusty, it was the first and so far the only song I've written for Rusty, <laughs> in which I compare him to a blue plate special. Talking about comfort food, right? I used to want a feel in a fancy restaurant, a trendy dish, and a waiter spouting gibberish. Thank you. 
All right, so conveniently, I get to leave my capo where it is on the third fret for this next song. Song Rusty wrote. And this is built around a fascination that I had, you know, from early, early in my childhood. And it was this fascination of going to a restaurant and seeing a grown-up know exactly what they wanted to eat at that restaurant. You know, you go to a seafood restaurant, and somebody orders a redfish. You go to a Mexican restaurant, somebody orders the chalupas. And I thought to myself, how can somebody have that much self-awareness to know exactly what they wanted at that moment in time? And I always gravitated toward the combo plate. The combination plate, a little bit of everything, so you don't need to stick your neck out there and make some kind of decision that you might regret. Get a little bit of everything. And to me, the penultimate combo plate was something called the seafood platter. And um, I've kind of gotten a little responsible in my old age and, you know, kind of get the grilled seafood platter. But my God, every now and then, you just got to have a fried seafood platter. So I couldn't leave well enough alone and I had to make up a song. And it's pretty much my philosophy of life. And it goes exactly like this. You ready, Sue? I'm ready, Rusty. Okay. I want a seafood platter because, baby, I want it all. I want a seafood platter cause baby I want it all Don't make me choose between the tartar and the cocktail sauce Oh, forget that minion brother, I can't wait Forget that minion brother, I can't wait Just take that minion and stick it all on one plate I want a seafood platter cause baby I want it all You can get it fried, you can get it with a T-bone on the side. Something this good must be against the law. Long as you don't fill up on the slaw. I want a seafood platter. I want a seafood platter. I want a seafood platter, cause baby, I want it all. Send it to my house. I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Would someone please uh, give Kimberly a full American breakfast gluten-free and then we will come to the decision. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Okay, so, sorry. I just pulled up my uh, 
internet browser because we're going to play a little game, a little soap opera game. Um, but it actually pulled up a video from one of the clips we're talking about. I'm not going to show it because it is 15 minutes long, but that's just what we're getting into. Just so people know, uh, there will be no video clips because Lord have mercy. Um, but y'all are called the, uh, young and rusty and it, I couldn't, help myself um being born and raised on passions the soap opera i immediately heard the young and the restless so i thought um we try to curate a little game every week for the band and i thought i would give you the 10 most iconically bad soap opera storylines and see if you could tell me which famous soap opera they come from Where, yeah, there you're are, asking us? Yeah, yep. There are no winners and losers because, oh, again, good. as an avid fan of shitty television, I did not know any of these. So, um, I really don't watch daytime TV at all. So, I don't think anyone does, or else these shows would have been canceled a long time ago. <laughs> Some of these plot lines, I'm like, all right, so we don't get season three of my favorite show ever, but we get season 25 of this. Like, no one watches this. There can't be. Loves days of our lives. I'm pretty confident the only reason that the well, see, but no, I'm pretty confident that most soap operas live because they are on in a dentist's office all day. Mm-hmm. That's the viewers. Mm-hmm. They're on in some medical office. I know if Jersey Shore could play in a medical office, Kimberly, your favorite show would have 40 seasons. <laughs> I'll tell you though, in South yeah, America, in South America, they have telenovelas. They're mm-hmm. like even more over the top. Oh yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we we robbed we robbed telenovela of oh, their great. of the we we totaled like unfortunately we don't have any telenovelas on here because those were the OG wild stories that tried to and according like my what my boyfriend says a bunch of white Mexican actors would get on and play play Mexican people in these extraordinary circumstances and he's like we have soap opera because of telenovela and that is. We have to acknowledge where it comes yes. from. 100% pay homage, pay homage, yes. Pay, uh, exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> this comes from a ranker.com, so you know it's real. Um, ranker.com, the most illogical, comma, absolutely crazy soap opera storylines ever aired. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Yes, I can't wait. Um, just as a precursor, <laughs> one of the one of the shows is like five out of ten out of these. So when in doubt, just go with your okay. gut. Um, <laughs> this one is called Marlena Evans turned into a jaguar. This is from an episode in 1995. Um, this show got pretty zany in the 90s thanks to head writer James E. Riley's pension for supernatural shenanigans. In 1995, heroine Dr. Marlena Evans became possessed by the devil. She set fire to a church, spoke in tongues, was exercised by her former husband, and transformed into a jaguar. Oh, and her eyes turned green to symbolize her possession. This would be a great graphic novel. Honestly, it should have been. It should have been a graphic novel. What, Kim? This was my, my dream diary. Kim Someone knew all about my this. dream diary. But do we have, like, choices for the... What are the choices for the... General the Hospital. Uh, well, okay, yeah. We're looking for 90s soap operas that you can remember. So, like, there, there's, you know, a good... Yeah, there's... That's my guess. 
I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna give away too much. If days I of our lives. I, the, I don't, I don't know, days of our ding, lives. Ding ding ding. Days, days of our lives. lives. Oh, I got it right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because if I'm if I'm correct, I I am. Oh, I'm about to get canceled by Sony. Dumbass. Okay. I is is Days of Our Lives a General Hospital spinoff? There's a good question. I don't know. That is a great question. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris is on it because Chris, all of the characters. Somebody out there knows. Uh, somebody knows. We're going to get some, the first comment. This whole thing is to be like, actually, it's um, I'm like, oh. all right. Uh, so, yeah, originated. Marlena Evans in Days of Our Lives does get turned into a Jaguar. I watched the video. Horrible CGI. Do not recommend. Not not a not a high end. But I assume. But I assume because the character's name was Dr. Evelyn, I was like, maybe it was a, you know, general hospital thing. Okay. Um, so this next one is the episode is called the Salem stalker and the Salem stalker fake killed an entire town on, on this show in 2003. Um, suddenly, uh, this character suddenly decides to kill off many of Salem's most beloved citizens for no reason in the early 2000s, this town's do gooder, uh, this town, no, this town do-gooder started offing her close friends, making an octogenarian choke on a donut and putting a body in a turkey-shaped pinata. Ooh. It turned out that she was being framed. The entire town was alive on the island of Melissawen, which is New Salem backwards. Uh, the real faux killer was a local baddie who wanted to break up all the couples in town. Mm. I'm very Mae West. Well, wow. Does anyone else really want to watch this film? I, I wish it was a movie. A turkey-shaped pinata signed that me was, up. Did this get everything <laughs> in my boxes? Witches, um, turning people into food. I mean, come on. Well, I'm Which, thinking Dark Shadows. Was Dark Shadows around in the 2003? Boy, that's a good question. I know. There's another question. Yeah. Here, we'll look up. What a great show. <laughs> Dark they don't shadows. make TV like that anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dark Shadows ran from 66 to 71. Okay, that's a little five-year run. But not in 2003, unfortunately. But unfortunately, this was another Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives again? That's what I'm saying. When in doubt, Days of Our Lives. They they ran for a good too long. Um, They're still uh, going. Oh, the spinoff was Port Charles. Okay, so what... What is what the heck is Port Charles General Hospital? Is that a, spin. That's a daytime? Are yeah, you fact checking up. right now? Yeah, we're fact checking just because we have to. I because I, I didn't just because we don't like hate mail. It's my it's it's my game and I didn't fact check. Um. This, anyway, uh, this soap opera had some of the zaniest storylines in TV. Also, can I get this ranker.com writer fired for using the word zany in less than three paragraphs? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's used it twice in less than three paragraphs. Like the man should have his license revoked. We don't um, hear zany enough. What's his name? Oh, Carly Silver, you're canceled. Carly Silver, you cannot use the word zany twice in three paragraphs. You look like a seven-year-old. Okay. Uh, this, you. this series had some of the zaniest <laughs> storylines on TV, including the one about zombie Charity Standish. Charity and her arch rival, her cousin Kay, ooh, <gasps> uh, battled over the affections of Miguel Lopez Fitzgerald. Miguel ooh. Lopez Fitzgerald. <laughs> it's the most romantic name I've ever heard. His mother married a German. And then Kay once sold her soul to the devil to condemn Charity 
Another time, she used a book of spells to freeze Charity and put a zombie version of her rival in her (gasps) place. So zombie Charity was supposed to ruin Charity's relationship with Miguel, but then the monster became sentient and decided to destroy Miguel. Charity was eventually freed before her zombie self could kill her, but she needed a heart transplant, which she got from the local witch's living doll companion. (laughs) Was this the original idea for mean girls oh 100 because it sounds like it <laughs> it should have been I, I never knew that supernatural was such a big thing in soap operas. right was it yeah the rest you're a normal thing you know it's like i will say that this is the only soap opera okay it's uh, days of our lives because they're they're clearly young and the restless the it is not it is not days not of our lives it's young and the restless oh. yeah. but it is true it is the, it's <laughs> true blood is the closest on its passions passions did a lot of supernatural shit Ooh. um there was a whole character who like talked to her dead aunt that was reincarnated into a talking monkey there was a wild that was a wild does ride. anybody else want to watch daytime tv <laughs> this sounds amazing how have i not been into soap operas also we it's important to note that it's important to know that quaaludes were totally a thing when most of these shows are being written oh, okay it's a lot oh, of yeah this. there's no way i'm watching it sober but oh my goodness no <laughs> Um, I'm skipping. Okay, this one's good. Um, ooh, Erica Kane's aborted fetus came to life on All My Children, 2005 to 2006. In 1973, soap vixen Erica Kane made headlines for an on-stage or on-screen legal abortion on this TV show. The revolutionary storyline was a milestone for daytime TV, especially after Roe v. Wade. But the AMC writers decided to reverse this important moment in the mid-2000s. The storyline was rewritten so that the doctor who performed her procedure implanted the aborted fetus into his wife's uterus. And that child grew up to be a forgettable character, Greg Matten, who terrorized his biological mother on screen until being killed off and given his heart to his half sister, Erica's daughter, Kendall. Seriously. You went through oh. all that trouble and then you named that baby Greg, first of all, how are you going to have the first how are you going to have the first on screen legal abortion and then totally botch all science and be like, yeah, we killed the baby and then put it in another uterus. That's not it's not a it's not. And a, then we named them Greg. Yeah, Gregory. That was, weird. That was very complicated. Oh, right. <laughs> Technically, it's two G's. It's 2G. Yeah, okay. So oh, okay. Well, then, never mind. I <laughs> there you Sorry. go. Sorry. <laughs> what a fancy name for a It is, not, it is not days of our lives. I've decided to cut out the rest of the days of our lives. Oh. Was that one the All My Children then? Um, Dang! That's almost you too said on it. Yeah. You said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> did I? I said this TV show. I Did I black out again on this show? You did. No, you didn't say what it was. Did you say it? I can't remember. No, I don't think you did. Uh, was it AMC? It, it, it is about children. So. I can't wait. To right. play it had. That. It was about uh, yeah, children. about children. Yeah, aborted fetus came to life. Uh, okay, so this one. Skipping that one because the title is messed up. Um. Okay. Oh nope. Days of our lives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Reva was cloned. Episode was nineteen ninety eight. 
Reva Shane, the gusty heroine of this TV show, underwent pretty much every journey possible. She was a cancer survivor, a princess, became Amish, and even had a clone. Once, Reva washed up on a deserted island and, trying to get home, managed to find her way to a phone. But she called home and heard her own voice on the other end. It turns out her true love, Josh, had accidentally allowed someone to make a Reva accidentally allowed to make a clone of his wife. Um, And uh, (laughs) Josh had accidentally allowed someone to make a Reva clone that rapidly aged. Clone Reva took over Josh's affections and worked to stop real Reva from getting back to the man she loved. Eventually, Reva got her life back and the clone turned into Reva's long lost cousin, Dolly. Wait, though, here's the thing. This woman needs to pick one cork. She can't be Amish and then have a clone issue and like also be a stripper or whatever you said. Like, pick one. (laughs) You're too interesting. Also, her true love's name is Josh. (laughs) Just Josh. Kiss Josh. (laughs) Reva. Yeah, Um, the restless. Yeah. It's actually the guiding light. Uh, yeah, like Chris says, this about is that one. This is one of the most controversial ones because the whole point was that she was cloned, but it turns out the clone was never actually a clone, and it was actually just her cousin who was really obsessed with her life. Oh, it was like a stalker. Yeah, it was really a stalker. Oh, hundred percent. Holy. Um, ooh, okay. So we, Kim, pick A or B. Uh, uh, B. Okay. Let's start lighting one more time. This one. Oh. On one of this TV show's most famous storylines involved infamous villainess Helena Cassidine and her husband, Mikos. They stole the world's biggest uncut diamond, dubbed the Ice Princess. And since the gem would allow them to take over the world, but Luke Spencer and his love, Laura, foiled the evil plot, stopping the weather machine and ostensibly killing Migos. This promoted pro- this prompted Helen to curse them on her wedding day. And the, the title of the episode is called A Prince Nearly Froze the World. Was this a Disney movie? I was going to say, it sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> sounds right, like this is a Frozen Disney Channel original. Time. Yes. Frozen, but with boys. <laughs> Yes, that's fun. Um, was it Days of Our Lives? No. As the world turns. Damn it! Ooh. It was a General Hospital again. I do love that. This is one of the most. It says storylines involved infamous villainous Helena Cassidine. Apparently, she was on like three episodes, but she made a really long-lasting impact on. Uh, the good old fashioned fan base. But I love it. But Luke Spencer and his love, Laura, she doesn't get a last name, just Laura. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Cher. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of Laura's, so you can just be Laura. <laughs> and there's like not Cher. a lot of Emily's, you know, I don't know any Emily's. It's yeah. so weird. Just, just Emily, just Emily. Actually, now that you think about it, you don't know any Emily's, you know, like an Emily K. Wood, an Emily, but like, you know, you right. know their last name. Shit, like a, a lot of Laura's. No, I only know Kim. Kim, people refer to you as Kim, and I know you're Kim. No, people refer to me as Kim Stacy. Yeah, oh, is there another Kim? 
Is there another camera around that I need to know? Who? No, it just sounds really good. My name is just really great. Kim's She's got two first names. That's how it works. Well, that was a uh, that was our uh, uh, young and the restless slash young and the rusty, <laughs> the young and rusty uh, soap opera game show. We all won because mm-hmm. nobody wins. Um, I think maybe we're winning. Trophy. Yes, we're all we all have the trophy because we do not watch these television <laughs> programs. So that's that's our win. Um, and we're going to hear one more song from Young and the Rusty. Before we do that, how can um, our audience follow you? We obviously have your Patreon and your websites. Like, where are you guys going to be uh, able to be viewed, watched? Are you doing any more live streams? Are you performing oh. anywhere? Well, we've got a kind of a standing gig. It's the third Saturday of every month um, at the New World Deli. And I don't know if you've the- heard of the New World Deli, but it's a mm-hmm. wonderful place in Austin as far as supporting original acoustic music. They've been doing it yeah. for 15 years and they don't quite have the reputation of some of the places that kind of come and go. But man, these guys have been steadfast. They kind of got it figured out and it's a great place to do it. We're kind of negotiating all this COVID stuff. I mean, you know. I think the next one we're going to do, the one for August is going to be streaming instead of in person. And that's going to be the Saturday, the 21st. We'll be streaming on the New World Deli Facebook page. And maybe in September, we'll be back in person again, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Probably. Yeah. So thank you guys so much again for joining us. Um, yeah, everybody, tons has of been fun. Great, appreciate it. And um, and what's a good last song? How about uh, in your eyes, Sue? Let's let's do that. It's a sweet song. We're gonna be we're gonna be sweet after all that really sappy. weird stuff. Yes, please. I, I I never knew that soap operas were so like like there was all this supernatural stuff. I mean, I just thought it was like, you know, just people cheating on each other and sometimes stalking each other and killing each other and um, you know, long lost well, This is a song up. that um, that uh, actually Sue and I got in, were involved in a songwriting um, challenge and it was basically the idea of writing 14 songs in 14 days and we had the idea of maybe trying to do that uh, together. Co-write. That was Rusty's idea. It was not my idea. 14 songs in 14 days. and uh, We were still speaking to each other at the end yes, of the 14 we were. days. Yes, we were. And we're starting to, I mean, look everywhere for ideas. And around day 11, I picked up a letter. I just had a letter of a guy 20 years ago that wrote me just a sweet little note about two songs that he had um, and he heard me sing and just liked him. And and one of the songs I remembered, but the other song I could not remember, but he had the title. So I served the title up to Sue, and this is what we came up with. Let's just make sure we're in the right key. Good. Got my capo in the right place. So. Yeah, so this is a song about having somebody in your life that when you can't remember what's good about you, they can remind you. They remember for you and remind you, which is really important to have somebody like that in your life. You know, you're having a bad day, they're like, you know, you're not so bad. <laughs> you're not so bad. It's called In Your Eyes. In your eyes I am beautiful In your eyes I am wise In your eyes I am radiant I'm brave in your eyes In your eyes I'm brave In your eyes 
so much again for tuning in to episode 179 of comedians interview musicians if you want to see and hear some super exclusive patreon behind the scenes you're gonna have to join us for as little as a dollar a month and you can see all of the cool shenanigans we have coming your way kimberly and i have some really fun backstage banter with our audience and our um with our artists so like please 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 consider joining us it would be fun pippa the pillow did not give She's going insane. <laughs> I tried have to have you donated to the page <laughs> and I have my computer on my bed. It's a stress she reliever. Would, she would just start humping and then my computer would go. <laughs> like everyone on camera was like, Are you okay? I was like, No, this the dog is humping. Yeah, Kim got fired from that job. She got fired from that job for humping. I used to work with kids. Yeah, now we can. Now Uh, I can. (laughs) Thanks again to everyone who tuned in tonight to listen to the show. If you had a good time, please, please, please tip uh, the young, the rusty on. It's on. It's the. It's like Sue Sue Young Music on PayPal, and then yeah, it's on the ticker below. On the ticker. And uh, if you use the fist bump and the unicorn with the balloon emoji, you'll be able to 
PayPal them and Venmo them so they know you listen to the show. So thanks again. We hope Thank to see you, you again next week. Um, we'll see you later. Goodbye, Facebook. So Goodbye. Thanks for having us. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.